Hello and welcome to the Indigo North podcast. Um, I think it's fifth episode, Simon. Hello and welcome. So. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And um, for some reason, I think I mentioned that this the last time, but since we've launched the podcast, we seem to have a, a bit more listeners also to the music. And that's that pleases me. That's um, absolutely. Apart from playing the songs here, we seem to get plays elsewhere on all these platforms. I think we are on, you know, whenever I, I look into these technical things, see that our music is online, apparently on 50-something different platforms. I had no idea <laughs> that there were so many. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, well, uh, there are. Good. <laughs> Yeah. No excuses for not listening to it. There are no excuses. No matter where you are on the planet, you cannot avoid Indigo North music. <laughs> And uh, since the last episode, we've actually released a single um, and an upcoming album. This this coming Friday, Simon, um, okay. th three of your songs are going to be out um on the on the next album and we're going to talk about these in in this episode uh, because why not <laughs> um the first song um is the bitter end and the next one is happy and the last one we're going to talk about today is um that love don't look which is a quite an, not quite old but it's an older one it's one of yeah. those that we've had in the drawer for quite some time um yeah so um the next the the, the first song we're gonna, i think we should talk about is the bitter end which is yeah. a, a it's a quite new one so it's rather fresh in our memory i guess <laughs> and i'm yeah. just as i'm talking to you right now i am trying to find the words here on my screen yes here we are simon what do you what yes. what what can you say about that song well i think this had a bit of a like you say i think it sounds a bit different to all our other stuff it kind of has its own own vibe yeah um and i remember when you sent it to me you called it uh early winter so it has yeah. that kind of feel feel to it yeah and so yeah. the lyrics are The lyrics, are, I mean, I think they're fairly meaningless, but the lyrics are re kind of reflective lyrics to suit that that kind of feel. Correct. Yeah, it is. It, it It's sort of um, melancholic. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's sort of yeah. reflective and, and yeah, a, a bit a winter moody, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, the song... Uh, The, the the first working title I gave it was was early winter because it it's inspired by the song early winter which is a um, Gwen Stefani song uh, I think uh, but it's written by Keen Tim Rice Oxley and and okay. the guys in Keen and I'm very influenced by those guys and um I think whatever they do is is great so I wanted to sort of catch that vibe without replicating the song. Um, And I think with your lyrics, you really nailed it. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of a 
like I said, you sit down and you just you just reflect on things and and uh, and wondering. Um, well, does anybody really care what I think and what am I doing and what's it all meant to be and yeah, all these big questions and it's yeah. it can be can be a bit hard to to grasp all that in in a four minute pop song, but <laughs> I mean we try, don't try we? Our best. <laughs> we try our best. Exactly. I should, yeah. um I mean, the phrase bitter end is obviously just a, a well-known phrase, but I think I have to give credit to uh, Placebo, who have a song called The Bitter End. I expect that was influencing me at some point to put that particular phrase in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I, I like um, in some um, line you say, my nose is out of joint. <laughs> it was one of those... <laughs> Is, I don't know because I'm not English speaking. My native That's, tongue yeah. is not. Is that is that like an expression? You you. Uh, yeah, that is an English expression. <laughs> is that when you when you um, step on somebody's foot or something? You or yes. come a little come a little too harsh on 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 somebody or. Yeah. Or what is it? What does it is mean? Is that kind of? Is yeah. that kind of uh, phrase? Try and think now if that is or it's something else that gets out of joint and I've just put nose <laughs> could be that I've mixed my uh, expressions and sayings up well that is allowed isn't it you know it you you can as a lyricist you're allowed to do anything there are no rules um and license. Yeah, exactly and 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 also um I mean I think many great songwriters they they have been known to sort of you know, make up their own terms and expressions, and I think it's yeah. just enriching, really. Um, if, if I was a novelist, I yeah, always hoped that I'd invent a new word that then became part of the English language. Yeah, some some of the great novelists have managed. Exactly. Would that be cool? That would be. I don't <laughs> think it's, it's going to happen from an Indigo North lyric, but. <laughs> Exactly. No, I mean, I, I, it's one of those um, songs where I, when I sent you, um, when I sent you the, the instrumental version with absolutely no idea how the words would, you know, come. Uh, and I just gave you like a hint of how it could be, you know, interpreted. And when you then, then sent me the, the, the lyrics back, it was just, Again, a case of, you know, everything fell smoothly into place and it was just so easy to to sing the first demo and and uh, and it just fell right. I mean, there was really, you know, you know, all the time or every time I, I, I get lyrics from you and I sing the first song, I always have to leave it for a day or two and just, you know, let it sink. Yeah, um, but I had a really good feeling with this one. You know, this just—it was just right. It was just really right. So yeah, wow. we'll play this song, "The Bitter End," uh, at the end of this episode. At the bitter end of this episode. <laughs> at the bitter end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the next song, Simon, um, I wanted to to 
to mention today is the song Happy, um, which I am hoping to be able to find. Here it is. Um, it's, quite a, it's quite an old one, isn't it? Not... It is. It's actually, um, I, I have um, my first notes of it are from July 2016. Wow. wow. So it's almost <laughs> six years old. Blimey. 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 But that's, well, I, I don't know. Six years ago, Simon, can you remember the first time you heard the instrumental well, version? I'm, well, I can't remember when, hearing the music, whether that, whether, I mean, it, might, it is a fairly, it's an infectious chorus, isn't it? So that yeah. even listening to it instrumentally, I must have thought that's a very infectious chorus. Therefore, yeah. I have to write an infectious lyric. Yeah. Um, for the chorus anyway. I imagine, yeah. I'm trying to think whether like Happy by Pharrell Williams was around at the time. That might have oh, been, yeah. Yeah, that, that might have been inspiration thinking, well, I mean, that song's too happy. I'm going to write a happy song, but yeah. I'm going to, the verses a bit be in my way, as you know, we have to get something a bit melancholy in the yeah. verses. I'm not going to be particularly happy. We we but, are Europeans, so we we drag uh, <laughs> it down a notch. The happiness <laughs> can't have too much happiness. No. <laughs> um, so I think that's what I did. The chorus is happy. The lyrics are saying, but I think it's saying you're happy because, well, to be happy you have to have unhappiness. Otherwise, how do you know happiness? If you're yeah. constantly happy, you know no other, no other way. So I think that's what it's trying to do. The verses are kind of reflecting and not not so happy, but the chorus is saying, well, you're still alive, so yeah. be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Something along of, those lines. It's, it's one of those um, choruses where... Like I remember, sometimes you you, you say to me, uh, you 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 excuse, you apologize already, or when you send the lyric, I'm I'm sorry about this. It's way too um, too basic or way too too superficial or something like that. But but actually, there's nothing wrong with that kind of of, of chorus because, particularly when the song is called Happy, I mean. What, what's not to like uh, i mean and i remember one of my friends uh, i sent the song to him way before it was finished completely and he said this is a really good song it makes me it makes it, it literally makes me happy to listen to <laughs> so so uh yes. well and you it's it is such a i mean not to give you credit for the the infectious chorus because you just have to say the word happy to me and i can immediately burst into the chorus and I, ca I can't do that with all our songs but that one you just say happy and i'm like i'm happy yeah yeah exactly <laughs> immediately into it it's very <laughs> memorable yeah yeah and, and um i can particularly relate i think people who who are happily engaged or happily in in, in a relationship married whatever i mean the 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 pre-chorus. Then I see you walking right to, towards me, and I know where I'm supposed to be or meant to be. Um, you know, when everything just feels right, it's just um, it could be a good wedding song, actually, couldn't it? Well, <laughs> At least it, the chorus. Yeah, if you didn't have the verses, I'm not sure anybody wants 
uh, news depressing madman confessing. No. <laughs> Get me out of here at least for a day. <laughs> but yeah, no, but it's it's um yeah. It it is a good song. It's 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 one of those um that I had on the shelf for quite some time. Yeah, well, 6 years. And it 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 was the, the the timing just wasn't really right, and I was always busy writing the next song, the next song, the next song, which is good because then by now we have like a back catalog of like a vault of songs, not all of them good, but sometimes you then dive into something and you rediscover what we've made like years ago and and happy was one of those that that I just I think I wrote you about a year ago and said, I'm collecting a list of songs for maybe doing an album sometime early 2022. And here we are. And Happy is the opening song of 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 that album. Um, so, so yeah, I'm really pleased with it. I, I had to to polish it a little bit because six years ago, we're going to talk about this in a moment, but six years ago, the way I was producing and and making the songs back then has sort of evolved. So I mean, the the basic sound is is the same. I'm still a sucker for the big chorus and the, the harmonies and all of that. But you know, you learn you you learn these tricks over the years. So so happy the the the, the early versions had some some things that I now don't like, but I really thought we're fancy back then (laughs) (laughs) and and then um you know i removed those and added something so i guess when i hear it in five years from now i'm gonna cringe and say oh god (laughs) but you know that's eventually you have to let it go yeah good and then um the 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 last song we're going to talk about today is uh that loved on look which also had quite a few um, versions, didn't it? Yes. The first one is also it's about six years ago. Uh, it may even be longer because I'm sure this is one of the first ones after that, you know, we initially did the Bachelor, I sent you lyrics. Once we started working the other way where you sent me music, I think this is going to be one of the first ones where we, you know, got a decent you know we felt like oh actually that's a really good effort yeah yeah um, but yeah you're right there were there were a few versions because i remember because the the verses have a lot of notes in them yeah therefore i put a lot of words in and i think <laughs> i mean if you managed to take a breath between any of the words yeah. it was a bit of a miracle in the first version <laughs> correct i remember so, yeah yeah that's true i remember the, the the first time because you know when you listen to some I don't know, rap song or some of those R&B artists, they're really good at putting in a lot of words, you know, within a very short period of time. So I guess I was influenced by that on that particular day. I probably, I must have heard something, you know, in the radio or something. And and then I just added a lot of piano notes to kind of indicate where I imagined the syllables and, and, to indicate the melody and yes you put in a lot of words <laughs> but over the years I, I sort of got used to that first version so i remember when you when you because at some point we were starting to brush it up 
and you said, ah, maybe there are too many words in this song. <laughs> and do they all make any sense? I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've gotten used to them. <laughs> yeah, I seem to remember there was, there were, I think there was one like really bad line in it. So I probably wanted to do away with yeah. whatever that line was anyway. But yeah. Um, maybe I can find that because I think, um, is that the, the, uh, Richard Cartwright line? Is that oh, yeah, the one? Yeah, that was probably the one. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> terrible, isn't it? Just sticking some random name in. <laughs> <laughs> but we, terrible but line. yeah, but we removed, uh, all names from it. And, um, but can you tell me about the inspiration for the lyrics? Did, did, as you say you might no that no no sorry that's that's not because this one you with the instrumental came first and then you invented the lyrics yeah, yeah all right so i th i mean the, the title comes from um an elvis presley song of the same name yeah from his classic album from elvis in memphis should anybody yeah. want to ever listen to that yeah um so that's where I took that phrase from. And then the chorus, again, is a very infectious chorus. I thought, don't do anything. Yeah. Particularly difficult with it. So it just repeats the line. Yeah. Exactly. And so then the verses just try to make, a, you know, a story that yeah. can lead to the, lead to the chorus. Yeah, I exactly. Think it's... Um, I think it's the pre-chorus I actually, I mean, the chorus is good, but I think it's the pre-chorus I really like. Yeah. Um, Who do you think you're fooling? It's as clear as the day. I'm so happy for you. I just want to say, you don't need to hide it. Don't need to be scared. Just get out of there and shout it. Time to be brave. Yeah. It's quite a good, you know, positive uh, feeling to that one. It and then is. It, and then it goes into that infectious Chorus. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Really and well. The, and the chorus just repeats the line you're wearing that love don't look. Yeah. Um but yeah. And for those uh who are interested in 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 how the song is constructed, this is a song that normally you will start with a, like a short intro and then have a verse, then a pre-chorus and a chorus. And then you go back to verse pre-chorus chorus or just verse chorus verse chorus but this one has two words uh, verses sorry verse, verses in it and i think we're about a minute and a half into the song before uh the pre-chorus comes and that's also where the song sort of shifts um a bit with melody and and then you enter the the, the chorus and any any teacher in songwriting uh, and any A&R person who, you know, they normally try to find songs to play on the radio, they will say, you know, you have to have the chorus within the first minute of of the song. And and, and this one is, is doing all the things you are not allowed to do <laughs> With that, in that regard. <laughs> well, why not? Why not? Uh, it's just like... Um, with no comparison whatsoever apart from that, but it's just like a stairway to heaven. This takes like five minutes until you get to anything resembling a climax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
they, yeah. they didn't release that as a single though that's that's the thing no and yet it's one of their most never well-known released, songs never released any <laughs> singles did they but didn't they release any singles well, unless they did later on, I'm pretty sure that was their thing. They didn't release singles; they just put out I, albums, and yet they became humongous. Yeah, they did. Yeah, by doing stuff that they were told they couldn't do, probably. <laughs> yeah, rules <laughs> are there to be broken. Yeah, exactly. No, so so this is um, that love on look is 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 um is an example. Where where you re we we really take our time, you know, telling the story, and I kind of liked where the story landed. Um, it's really it's really um, less words. Um, I remember when 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 you sent me the the now final lyrics. Um, I thought there were little too 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 few words in it actually, but, but that was because I was used to now, you know. Being very busy <laughs> singing the words, um, yeah. But I think the the pre-chorus and chorus they more or less remained the same. So it was just the verses that were that were the the ones that we changed. So I, I'm really pleased with that as well. And it actually is going to be um, a single um, sometimes this sometime this spring. I think we're going to release that song as a as a single. So um, if you're listening to this podcast, well, you heard it here first, and then um, you can call your local radio station and and ask them to play it. I think this is a this this could be a good spring and summer song, couldn't it, Simon? Definitely, yeah, because it's yeah. got that happy feeling to it. Yeah, along with happy, along with happy, that could be the next one. You know, you don't make. Um, a and B sides anymore, do you? Right. You just release songs. But in the good old days, you would have a single, and, and yeah. you could actually, you could have a double A side single. I, I just read that term when, when I think the Beatles they released a couple of those where they had like two really good songs, uh, because normally on a single you would have the hits, and then you would have on the other side you would have a filler just to put something on it, you know. But Beatles released a few doubles, double A sided singles single records yeah strawberry fields forever and penny lane that's held, probably held the... off held yeah. off the number one spot by engelbert humperdinck oh <laughs> what a bummer <laughs> yeah i know some of those strange <laughs> things in musical history yeah well he, well he had his merits as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was yeah, no, I'm more into Beatles of the two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I haven't asked you uh, about this. Um, have you seen the uh, documentary Get Back? I have. I've seen. I've seen it all now. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting, um, and a bit sad as well. And you know, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. Um, I'm, I'm I'm watching it on and off again and again because I really like to sort of observe the dynamics they have between them. I mean, yeah. you can you can really tell that when John and Paul they're in the zone, you know, they they they're really fixed on yeah. one another and they just you know hammer out the chords and lyrics and and they just you know 
they enjoy this. This this is what made them so special. But you can also see that, well, Ringo is just waiting to be, you know, involved at some yeah. point to, to 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 play a groove. And and yeah. and George is sort of frustrated that he's not really he's he's kind of circling and and not really allowed to no. to get involved. Right? It's just, <laughs> it is, and, yeah. And, and you really see that in, in yeah he's he's got all these ideas and, and they're just no yeah <laughs> yeah great George but let me let me and John work together <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you want do you want us to iron out these things George <laughs> yeah. no yeah, they don't but, say that but it's it's just um <clears throat> it's just fascinating to see it really is it is yeah. and then what you actually what is that is that George will come in and say, oh, last night I wrote this song. And, you know, he'd go through the process of how he wrote the song. Yeah. Whereas John and Paul, the songs just seem to come out of nowhere. Yeah. But but presumably it's the same process that they've been writing it for however, however yeah. long. But you, you never hear that process. It's just like, it's just there. Whereas George is like, oh, yeah, last night I was writing this song. And da, 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 da. Yeah. Cool. It's, yeah. It's all interesting stuff. True. Um, and you kind of... Another thing I find fascinating is that because they were really, really, you know, they were a tight group because they played so long in Hamburg before yeah. they even got famous. So they just knew each other's timing and, and you know, they, they would just have to not and then yeah. the others would know, okay, and then we, and then one of them just shouts a chord and well, let's go to E or F or whatever and, and, yeah. It's just, you know, they, they just knew all these things uh, because, you know, they knew each other so well. And then you see Paul coming up with a line and, and, and John saying something the strict opposite or adding yeah. even more ridic uh, ridiculous words to it. And sometimes they can sit like it, what seems like an hour or so just babbling along crazy lyrics and eventually yeah. something evolves a word just kind of sticks to a to a, a chord or something and then they just hang on to that and then they start writing there right it's it's yeah. <laughs> it's really it's, fascinating it is uh, you can see why they fell apart once uh, brian epstein died because there's yeah. no I mean, Paul does his best to organise them, but <laughs> it's just there's no organising them really. There isn't, and and yeah, as you say, Paul try try sort of tries to be the <clears throat> the, the leader, uh, which the others don't really like. But also, I have to say, I think I mentioned this the last time as well, and I don't hold a grudge towards Yoko Ono, but but she was there all the time. Yeah. It must it must have been it must have been alternating the, the the dynamics of the group for sure i mean yeah. how could it not so so yeah yeah that's um, but yeah to be honest she doesn't i mean she's there but it's not like she's interfering so no no, no. Right, it still changes the dynamics but i you know i think over the years more has been made of made of it than perhaps it is or you know what she might have said outside of there rather yeah than, you know, she barely talks while she's no in the studio. Not at all, and and also, I mean, for sure, it's she's been made a worse person in in this whole 
uh, scheme of p- whatever went on there than than she actually is. I, I saw a recent interview with her, and, she, and it was quite. She was she was really nice, and uh, I mean, she still lives in the Dakota Building in New York, and and somebody, you know, were 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 asking someone among the audience, I think she was in a talk show or something in the US and, and, and she was asked, oh, why do you still live there? And she was, well, this is the only home I ever had with John. Why would I ever leave it? And was really like, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I kind of felt, you know, felt with that. And said, yeah, of course, why why would you ever leave it? I mean, it's, uh, it's really nice. Yeah, I mean yeah. that. Yeah, just to, I mean, there's lots of bad things she did do, so I'm not going to make out she's a safe <laughs> either. But you know, it's like anybody; not everything's black and white. No, the it's truth, not. Truth is somewhere in between. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I don't know the whole story. I've never really been interested in in Yoko Ono, I must say. And and I think I mentioned earlier in this podcast, John Lennon, good as good a songwriter as he was. He, I'm more a poor person, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> he did write Imagine, though. That one, that's a really good song. <laughs> is, yeah. 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 So, um, also, I, I just quickly wanted to dwell on, on, on how, because we've mentioned earlier in this episode that, you know, the, the, the early versions of Happy and uh, That Loved On Look, they, they, I didn't really like them when we started to, kind of brush them off um so i kind of wanted to ask you simon uh, how do you think uh, our music has sort of developed over the, over the years do you do you do you hear a difference i definitely hear a difference in the production um, yeah you know if i was to listen to those early demos <laughs> Yeah, not there's anything wrong with them, but you could definitely hear the difference between that and the kind of finished product that we're we're putting out now. So yeah. I definitely hear that that kind of difference. Yeah, um, you know, I don't, uh, musically, I don't, you know, with the music. I mean, you know, are, are you influenced by 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 different? I mean, obviously. You and I have an age where we, the, the musical influences we had when we grew up and we were young, they kind of still linger in the back of our heads, don't they? I mean, it's... definitely. Yeah. Um, but then I think, well, I like to think I have a eclectic uh, <laughs> range of music that I listen to. So, you know, but you're right. I mean, we mentioned the Beatles and I got into them when I was a kid and, you know, I still like them now. So, yeah. But that, you know, there's, you know, I mean, something I I couldn't listen, I could never have listened to like jazz when I was younger. I just, oh yeah, no way. But I I I can listen to like uh, Miles Davis stuff now and find yeah. that quite yeah. quite interesting. So, you know, there's yeah, yeah there's always there's always different. I I think the only bad thing is I've completely lost track of like new music now, which. I, I, you know, I know everybody says that when they get older, that, that happens. Yeah. But I, ne- I never thought it would happen. Yeah. But, but it has. I've completely lost track now. If you were to tell me, you know, what are the big songs at the moment, I wouldn't really have a clue. You know, I, I, um, I saw an interesting video on YouTube the other day from, I think I've mentioned him before, Rick Beato. He's a, he's a like a, a famous YouTuber, and he's very educational. He's he really tries to go. 
you know, a bit deeper when he he talks about music and analyzes music. You should really look him up um, on the on on YouTube if you don't know him. And and um, he said in one of his recent videos that new music is 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 really struggling because the big labels they're sort of buying all all the old back catalogs from from the big names in order to you know have the rights and to make money on them uh, in in movies and tv series and you know just and the big artists the big names they have no other way to make money nowadays than to sell either whole the whole of their back catalog or parts of their back catalog to these labels who will pay big money for them yeah um and thus these labels they don't invest much money in in um, in new music at all yeah. <laughs> so so uh, you know all the people like us we have to we have to um find our own way to get the message across when we do new music and obviously we don't have pr and marketing muscles like like big labels do so yeah, and and he kind of went into that whole yeah. thing that's going on. He said, you know, if, you know, new songwriters, new groups, particularly in the in the pandemic, where they can't play live in front of an audience, they can't make money on tickets. Uh, I mean, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't don't make it out of um, releasing music anymore. That's that's the trouble because it's just mainly streamed. Yeah. That- pays you barely anything well simon you and i we we have um we sometimes we look into the statistics uh, and we see we have streams coming from various corners of the globe but you know i can, I can tell you the listener um it's not big money <laughs> at all definitely not on my side <laughs> not at all um so no it's it's um it's a sad state that that um, that the industry is in at the moment, um, and we can only hope that my 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 biggest hope is that people will once again at least you know pay for their monthly streams. Um, so if you are on like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever platform you use, subscribe. So you at least pay for that instead of going because the the, the free versions the there is a free option on every platform and then you have like I think you have commercials um, ads coming from time to time but but if you pay for it uh, I mean the more the more subscribers these platforms have I read somewhere that the better the songwriters and artists will eventually get paid. So, um, yeah, um, there's there's hope that because nowadays people don't buy a CD or uh, or a vinyl album anymore. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, vinyl's made a bit of a comeback, hasn't it? And um, yeah, I was reading somewhere the other day CDs were starting to make a comeback, but compared to you know streaming everything, obviously it's it's nothing. Yeah, true. Yeah, and and um, just for the fun of it, I went into um, I looked into what would be required to to 
for instance, have like, I don't know, 200 or 500 copies of vinyl made of of one of our albums or a single, but it costs a fortune. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. where and where would you sell them? I don't <laughs> what about for one copy? How much for one copy? Yeah, exactly. Just like, just to have it, and or even yeah. to put it in a frame and put it on the exactly. wall. <laughs> be cool. It would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly, it would be cheaper to just um, have like a big PDF printed out and just framed <laughs> and just <laughs> off the cover. Yeah, that's not quite the same. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> so, anyways, um, do you have anything to add, Simon? Is, is, is there, there anything you wanted to say about how the music had developed? Because you are the music maestro of Indigo North, so yeah, should, true. Yeah, have um, on how you know have uh, you know has your use of chords changed or the kind of vibe no. you've been going for? Or... Yeah, well. Uh, much to the frustration of a couple of other songwriters I've worked with over the years, and I don't work with them anymore because of exactly that. They they complain that I always kind of use the same techniques. But so, no, the, I use standard pop chords and sometimes I alter them uh, more or less to fit my voice so that I can sing the demo well. So I might might put it up a, a semi note or a whole note up or down just to to fit my my voice um but basically i use the same 10 15 chords and i use them in 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 pop song patterns but that's because that's that's the kind of music i grew up with and that's what i'm influenced by so, and and that's what i like to hear so um I, I, every time I try to step out, I, I know you can learn a lot from stepping out of your comfort zone. So I sometimes do that. Also to try to vary, like instead of the standard 4-4 four, four, um, basic groove, I might do what they call a 3-4 or a 6-8, which has a sort of a waltzy feeling. It has a more... a, a, a I don't know. It's, it's it's just a different thing, and I've we've we've been done we've 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 done a couple of of, of songs with that. Um, I think one of our Christmas songs were 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 in six eight, um, but it's just no. I, I I pretty much stay within the same recipes that I just know work, um, and I try to vary the. You know the effects and and tempo maybe because you know writing a ballad is can still be done with the the basic three four chords um, or writing an up tempo song. There are, there are many ways of doing that. So um, so that 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 basic mechanism has not really changed. I think I've gotten better at it over the years, but um, but the, the the basic influence. No, not really, not really. Then obviously, it always starts with a melody or a riff, something I kind of come up with in my head, and and that kind of determines which chords I start with. So that varies a lot, uh, but I 
I'm really not comfortable with going away from the basic pop patterns. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. Getting back to the Beatles, we know when they came back from India and they were influenced by all kinds of different cultures, um, they they s sort of changed the way they they wrote songs and uh, I haven't made such a transition apparently not, <laughs> not yet because then they got plans to go to India for you then Anders. <laughs> and take some acid maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it's it's it's, I, it's also sometimes I I and this this might sound harsh but but sometimes I've I really, I, I really do try to put in the the, the odd chord from time to time. Just put in some jazzy notes, and and but I just, I don't, I don't think it does anything to any of the the songs that I write. Um, on the contrary, I, I I remove it very fast again because I feel comfortable with clean, pure notes. Just. It's just I'm I'm just a basic pop person, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing basic about it. I can't even come up with an original melody. Every melody that hit, enters my head already exists. Yeah, but but you have <coughs> we we have actually been working with something that that you have initiated. We'll see where it, where, where it takes us eventually. Um, yeah, good. Simon, it's always a pleasure to to uh, to talk to you um, about our nice. songs. I I can talk about our songs all day, but um, <laughs> is there anything uh, particularly that 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 you want to mention here? Uh, no, the last about, seconds uh, of of this yeah. episode. We're gonna play the three songs we've talked about. Um, yeah. So um, enjoy them. Enjoy them. Yes. Enjoy them. Stream them. Stream them. What you want to do on Friday, the twenty eighth of January, two thousand and twenty two. This is this is coming for the day after tomorrow. The album is going to be out on all streaming media. It's called "The Breeze of Summer," which is uh, that's a nice title. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice title. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but Simon, we. we we are we are writing new songs, aren't we? We we're still in yeah. in the process of 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 writing more songs. So, um, well, this album comes out now. I think, um, as I mentioned, that "Love Don't Look" is going to be a single. Um, we are going to be releasing more new songs this year, uh, twenty two here. Um, so it's just a matter of me getting to 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 find a, a time and place to sing the songs and be able to send you demos because the process is always I sing the song and then I send it to Simon and Simon may or may not have corrections. And um, yeah, we'll take it from there. It's, we haven't got gotten any in the in the finishing finishing phase at the moment but we have a lot in the pipeline i think i think simon i counted just last night i think i have eight or nine of your songs to sing <laughs> so it takes the pressure off me and to write any more new lyrics no there's always pressure simon <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah damn <laughs> 
All right. So thank you very much for listening. Um, and uh, please do share. Do share the podcasts and do share our music with uh, friends and yeah, well, anyone you think might be interested. Um, we um, appreciate all the streams that we can get. And uh, we'll be back with another episode of the Indigo North podca podcast where we talk about Indigo North, North music sometime soon. Farewell. Farewell. Bye-bye.
madman confessing Get out of here at least for a day Then I see you walking right towards me And I know where I am meant to be I'm happy, I'm happy Me and you, we're going to have a ball I'm happy, I'm happy I'll be your I'm happy, I'm happy Me and you, we're going to have a ball I'm happy, I'm happy I'm here with you, that's all Life's shortest life Life's mortal Live for today Then I see you walking right towards me And I know where I am meant to be I'm happy, I'm happy Me and you, we're going to have a ball I'm happy, I'm happy I'll be your I'm happy
Welcome, you're wearing that ring Who on earth gave that to you? I thought you hated being I you love that's so true How come you're cooking dinner? Who is it you plan to feed? It's this the dinner for one I prefer to be free Who do you think you're fooling? It's as clear as the day I'm so happy for you I just want to say You don't need to hide it Don't need to be scared Just get out there and shout it Time to be brave You're wearing that love, that look. 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 You're wearing that love, that Just get out there and shout it Time to 